Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tuck Ross coming at you with another social media hot minute. It's the news you can use on social media and digital marketing for your brand or business right now. If you like this, follow me on LinkedIn, Twitter at Tuck Ross, or you can download this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, and Anchor, depending on where you get. So share your thoughts. Let's join the discussion and get started. So I wanted to bring you guys a little update on what happened last week. If you guys weren't aware or saw everywhere, Vero, V-E-R-O, is a social media app that's taken everyone by storm. Um, it's really popped to the top of the app store uh, for the first time all of a sudden. This app's been around for three years, uh, but really I think the, the big buzzy piece of this is that people caught on to the fact that there's no ads, the app is chronological in order, and um, everyone's excited that it could be the new Instagram for some of those reasons. Um, additionally, you know, in my opinion, I think the app feels much cleaner and more visually pleasing than Facebook or Snapchat. Um, it's like permanent night mode on, the, the, the visuals, the media really sit forward and uh, are much more immersive. And instead of taking the ad-free environment with the minimal data collection that they have, um, I think is really a breath of fresh air for all of us who have been in social for a while and feeling kind of burned out of the other platforms. So, um, you know, it's, it's cool how you post. It's really thinking about uh, much more categorization of posts as you post, including uh, things like film, music, shopping, books. And if you go to the search function, you can see how this rolls up into its core business model, which I really think is going to be where brands play. The more that this content's organized, the more that brands can put in in terms of organized content um, and actually potentially could make this true shoppable social commerce. Um, and it's really got that feel of a little bit of, of Facebook, a little bit of Google Plus with the circles and kind of where you share and who you share with. Um, part print Pinterest, part Foursquare with the places and uh, a little bit of that shoppable Instagram in a much more native way than uh, Facebook or Instagram set up with their ads model. So it's really got this unique set of features that make it stand apart. I encourage you to check it out. You know, if nothing else, um, get an account, play with it for a few days, see if you, some of your friends are there. It's gonna be a little bit quiet because obviously not everyone's in it yet, um, but take a little bit of time to explore it. Um, it. It's got a unique set of features again that makes it stand apart. And, um, and you know, I think it's a little bit of a contender in that way. So um, if you haven't heard or want to get a little bit deeper dive into it, check out my article on LinkedIn about Vero and really the first look and first thoughts on what this app's about. All right, next up, Facebook is filling the gap for LinkedIn's lack of small business job and contract gigs. So all of a sudden LinkedIn, you know, really took that space uh, with a, a much more kind of pristine look at the professional environment. Uh, Facebook's not really built for that and it's never really felt like a good space for um, jobs or job recruiting, um, at least for those more professional levels. But what's interesting is that I think Facebook has found a little bit of a white space where LinkedIn is not serving uh, the consumer that's looking for more of these small business jobs, more contract gigs. And so um, after they're launching you know, job application tool last year, they're now expanding this to 40 countries. Um, and this new feature, uh, which is you know, a little bit updated from the previous one, aggregates job listings from ZipRecruiter and incorporates a resume, a resume hosting tool um, to allow users to apply for positions within the jobs dashboard. Um, in the jobs option, the explore section, jobs option in marketplace and jobs tab located in the Facebook pages themselves. So they're really making this much more ubiquitously available. Uh, once a user submits an application, the messenger threads open between the poster and the applicant, so it really moves it into this much more conversational mode in chat, enabling a direct line of communication. Um, and what I think you know is probably an easier way than traditional recruiting, obviously, and, and the, the much more disconnected um, approach that you know traditional posting, including LinkedIn, uh, monster.com, whatever, um, has al you know, allowed recruiters to do. Um, you know, job postings can even be boosted on a Facebook page in order to get in front of a wider audience, of course, because that makes sense as part of the revenue model. 
Um, but with, you know, more than 60% of new jobs came from local businesses and growth in the small business, um, you know, uh, economy and the gig economy. This, you know, this could be a really interesting market for Facebook to make a play, uh, again, because LinkedIn's not really tackling it. All right, up next, uh, I think, you know, another point on Facebook themselves um, is, uh, is that they're working on Messenger. And there's two updates here on Messenger that I think is interesting. One is uh, Messenger is making it easier to chat with businesses. So Messenger 2.3. It's actually updated now, um, and it has a few more features um, on the uh, on the Messenger side that um, companies that are using Messenger they can now um, do things like color Messenger icons, um, uh, persistent menu bar for users, and quick reply for customers um, who want to you know immediately share contact information. The ultimate goal here is that um, what's really happening is Messenger is making it easier for communication between businesses and consumers so that they can operate more efficiently and smoothly while deepening. Uh, what I think is a business reliance on Messenger, uh, especially for those who don't have a built-in chat function already. And since most people are on Facebook, at least some part of the day, um, having Messenger tie into business pages is really just a smart move. And so then for, for them to continue to focus on this area, um, I think is really smart. And then using the next point that, um, uh, that we're talking about here is Messenger broadcasts. So Facebook's actually testing expansion of um, a feature that lets brands mass message users on the platform. It's called Broadcast Composer. And they introduced this last November as an internal test, but now they're expanding it to a percentage of small businesses in the U.S., Thailand, and Mexico. Um, and what it really is, is is think about mass chat ads, right? So um, if you've chatted with a business before, which is really uh, part of the criteria, then uh, brands can send you an ad in chat um, at the same time. So everybody gets the same ad at the same time um, for to a subset of users uh, that the brand chooses. I think it's really cool because, you know, think about, um, you know, a lot of brands that have, are starting to build bots, the rest of that. But a lot of smaller businesses, a lot of medium-sized businesses don't have either the capability or understanding to build a bot. So uh, with, with Messenger broadcasts, gives the ability for uh, businesses to very quickly ramp and send offers, coupons, uh, very limited time uh, types of things in terms of promotions to their set of users uh, to get them to act. So if you imagine, uh, you know, I use DoorDash a lot and I can imagine uh, being on Messenger and seeing an ad pop up that says, hey, you know, for the next four hours until 9 p.m. tonight, uh, like they did with the Oscars, instead of sending it to my email, they can send it through my messenger and say, hey, um, get free delivery until um, the end of the Oscars, right? So um, there's a lot of potential with this, especially for small, medium-sized businesses. Um, and there's over 330 million people that have actually started a message thread with a small, medium-sized business in 2017. So if you think of just the audience potential there, um, it could be huge. All right, and uh, you know, I think the last update for the week is a follow-up on an article that I wrote uh, the week prior about Kylie and Snapchat, and um, you know, super interesting environment right now with with influencer marketing, and uh, I know you guys have seen all this, and and uh, it's a it's becoming massive, massive business, especially as ads lose uh, influence and influencers uh, take over in terms of really driving the word of mouth for brands and businesses. Um, you can ultimately see that effect with Kylie, and um, you know. Snapchat's having a tough time. The new redesign um, really put them in a tough spot. And Kylie's saying, hey, you know, is anybody else using Snapchat? The second she says that, despite all the other stuff that's been happening, the stock drops, right? The stock doesn't drop on anything else. The same day or the next day after she makes this comment, the stock drops and loses about $1.6 billion of market share. So um, it's there's, there's a clear and uh, clear tie and correlation to what's happening there. And, um, you know, what's interesting is that after that, um, <laughs> the week following, they get 55% more first-time downloads 
which is actually their highest pace of growth in you know probably forever it's been a long time and uh, they registered 323,000 more app installs from new users um, than the week prior to launch in the u.s so you know i think um, this is the the old adage no no news uh you know is really is really bad news or there's no such thing as bad pr because all the buzz all the noise around kylie and everything wrong with the redesign prompted you know likely a bunch of people to go download snapchat and try it out if nothing else for the first time just to see what all the noise was about which is probably you know the same effect of vero right they're saying hey you know first million users coming in they get it for free a um, bunch of people go download it to try and get it for free to see what the buzz is about and um and they load up on, on users and same with snapchat so i think the big message here is um you know influencers one uh do make an impact kylie's one uh but celebrity whether or not they're celebrity or micro influencers or whatnot they can impact and drive a business, um, either positive or negative. And then secondly, you know, again, any kind of PR could be good PR. Snap just has to figure out how they maximize getting those users in and involved, um, not being the platform so they don't lose them again. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, you know, another social media hot minute here. Um, my name is Tuck Ross, and if you like this, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, at Tuck Ross. You can download this on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, and Anchor. If you're interested in collaborating or supporting this podcast, just send me a DM. That's my thoughts for now. I'm interested in what yours are. So share, join the discussion, let me know your thoughts, comments, uh, feedback, uh, and make today happen only by keep trying. I'll catch you guys next time around. Appreciate you listening. Thanks.